The closer the collapse of an empire, the crazier its laws. Marcus Cicero. We've got another one for you. Politics have no relation to morals. And that was said by Niccolo Machiavelli. And welcome to the Inside Scooper number 18. Steve decided to call in sick today because he's a dick, but I do have my buddy Connor here. Oh, what's, dude? So we're just going to skip talking to another person today. Have you seen my mod, dude? Is that your vape thing, dude? Yeah, I said it somewhere, bro. All right. Well, this week on the Inside Scooper, I'm going to give you a preview of this week's Scatcast Universe. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Connor is much more supportive than Steve. Can I go home, dude? All right. Maybe not much more. I'm going to go home, bro. All right. Well, next week, our cast meetings return I've, I've given the guys a week or two off from having to talk to each other and see each other if they're not in skits together it's best to keep some of these personalities separated if you know what i mean <laughs> do you know what i mean you, you get it so next week we'll have dave and angus extra back and we'll have the scat cast 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 meetings then steve will yammer at us and tell me i'm dumb but really we needed every second to get scat cast together this week there's at least five skit scats maybe six we're figuring it out we have yet another episode of ambling through religious history we just couldn't pass up the story of joe and that will be this episode. We are also doing the Hansel and Gretel story on the Nurse Fairy Rhymes, which is a lot of fun. There's nothing like putting curse words in children's programming. <laughs> hey, we'll be Sesame Street for adults. Fuck yeah. Pop a couple skit scouts and smoke a bong hit, bro. Scatcast, best with bong hits. But the majority of today's show will be Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I hanging out, and we've got a ton of shit to talk about. Finally, some progress on our fucking spaceship toy. Fuck yeah. Plus, the most likely first toy that will be released, which is also fuck yeah. Plus, Dr. Schmogie's making jerk off oil. Fuck yeah. Ah, fuck you. Fuck yourself. That's literally what it's for. And I've been on the guinea pig testing committee, and boy am I fucking... I'm, I'm ready to go back for more. We'll talk about that and some other shit, and I go off on, like, my childhood and my father and sports and shit, and I think I brag about myself. It's really fucking awful. I wouldn't listen to it. But if you're interested in my life for some reason, that's what we're getting today is, uh... Inside my dumb mind, but out of my dumb mouth, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what? I enjoy you. I hope you can forgive me. Let's get back to previewing this shit. Scatcast on Tuesday. Like I said, we've got ambling through religious history and the story of Job. Then Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes. We're going Hansel and Gretel on your ass. And Scatcast 22 actually marks the return of Black Sheep. And it's not super long. It's called uh, Raincoats for Peace. And then we're back to our double feature, Liam the Monster Hunter and the Adventures of Gunnar Halifax. And as far as I know, for the Liam story, they're going all over the fucking map. They're, they're really making a journey across half the fucking continent. And as far as this week for the Adventures of Gunnar Halifax, a listener sent in an idea idea that I've been I've been in love with and I've loved it since like week two or three I've been doing this with you guys and I finally am going to make sure that this episode has this towards the end it will have to be the end actually and uh, I can't wait I can't tell you even you I can't even tell you guys the investors in what we do what it is because it's if I told you about it it would ruin it it wouldn't make it any fun so I'm going to just do it and we'll all enjoy it but know that it's coming Towards the end of the show, there'll be something that I've probably built up way too much. But I've been looking forward to it, and we've got a whole bunch of other skit-scat stuff that we're planning. We'll see if we get it in this week's show. It's all about the amount of time that we have. And that's why we don't have a scat-cast-cast meeting, because it's not a ten-minute show. It's not a five-minute show. It's getting those guys together is like hurting farts. And so it takes several hours, obviously. But instead of fucking around trying to figure out safety meeting shit, I've got them in their studios doing their fucking jobs. So we're going to be ready for you Tuesday, tomorrow, for what I hope is our best cavalcade of skit scattage yet. Man, do you guys miss Steve already? I miss Steve. I should call him. He would be so pissed at me if I called him on his day off. I should call him. He won't answer, though. There's no way he would answer. Oh, shit, he's answering. Dude, I don't feel good or something. What do you want? Oh, just to hear your sweet, sweet voice, Steve. Right, I don't 
don't feel good, so I really don't think I should be on the phone with you. Well, we just missed you, Steve. That's all. We just thought, you know, we need to have the show with Steve at least a little bit. Yeah, thanks for prioritizing a podcast over my physical well-being. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, anytime. The show must go on, Steve. Right. Fuck you, too, Zach. All right. Take care, Steve. Bye-bye. You sleep good, dipshit. Yep. You haven't hung up yet. All right. Well, go back to being fake sick or whatever. God damn, you're done. Whatever. Bye, Steve. All right, so that's it with Steve. Uh, that's it for Tuesday's Scatcast. I think that's enough crap about that show. I hope you enjoy it. It's episode 22. We're excited about it. A bunch of skit scouts. Then we have Wednesday's Dipshit Files. And we're going to talk more on the inside shit at the end of this show about that with the script keeper, Mrs. Script Keeper. And she's going to tell you about all of her research this week and give you kind of a preview on what we're talking about there. But that's our Wednesday show. And then Thursday, we have David and Angus and Fuck, you guys. Oh, boy. So in the office this week, we're researching flat earth theory and, uh, I've got the intern on it and a couple of you volunteers are working on it. And, uh, I've looked into it a lot and boy, I mean, you know what, actually, I'm going to say this about flat earth theory. Uh, it's somewhat, there's some things that are a little bit seductive in it. I, I get where people are like, no, you guys, I know something special and it's like, okay, all right. There's enough things that if you were to piece together, if you're, if you just don't care if what you think is true, you you probably you could fall for it. I could see how you could fall for it. It's not it's not as absurd as it sounds. If you're in that world of where you already don't trust people and you already don't really like people, that's most of us, isn't it? I mean, do, do, that's most of us. So we can all kind of relate to conspiracy theorists. They don't like the mainstream shit, and who can blame them? I mean, is what we're doing the best thing that humans could be doing? I don't fucking know. Doesn't seem like it, does it? The scientific method but, is good. So we researched Flat Earth this fucking week. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. You know, I wasn't there at Time Suck when they did the Flat Earth. Uh, that was very early, I think. I don't know. Fuck, I, don't, I really don't know the Time Suck lore as well as I should have, being the script keeper and all. But Dan was already a prolific podcaster before I was even a twinkle in his wallet. But I never did that research for Dan. I did it on my own because I'm always curious about what the folks are up to in the fringy areas and that's a fun fringe and it was fun to I mean when you have a bunch of videos where you can tell somebody put some effort into it that's all it takes for a lot of people to just kind of go for it where it's like man look at the production values on this they've got to be right <laughs> you know I've I've listened to that conversation before you know and I felt that little voice in my head where it's like well this is pretty fucking good camera work for a fucking you know these can't be that loony I mean look at the fucking lighting and it's like, yeah, well, they can still be completely batshit crazy. Look at Hollywood. They're just pumping out the high art lately, aren't they? Doesn't matter. Thursday, the Dave and Angus show. Angus is going to do a Ted's talk. I don't know what he's going to do. He has a plan, but nobody's seen the rehearsal. Nobody's practiced anything. There's no script anybody's looked at. We've just done research for him and given him information to help back up his dumb claims. And uh, don't believe any of it, because, I mean, whatever. But he's going to give you the best persuasive argument that he can. And I don't think you could possibly believe it. But... If some of you are convinced of it, I'm sure he'll make a t-shirt, something, Realm Earth, that will be available <laughs> maybe this week or next week, who knows. This podcast is already too many moving parts for my stupid brain, so this is going to be, you know, the whirlwind that it is. All right, so that's our preview, and that's definitely enough of me talking all by myself. I feel lonely without the voices in my head or my wife. So I'm going to bring in Mrs. Scriptkeeper, and we're going to do what we call inside shit. We're going to talk toys, masturbation sauce, and not the stuff that comes out, but the stuff that goes on for the masturbation. Dr. Schmogie's hard at work basting the cocks of humanity. Plus, we'll preview this week's dipshit files. I rant about my father and it gets creepy and weird and you all become my psychologists and psychiatrists all at once. 
I don't know even the difference between those two things anymore because of the amount of cannabis I've consumed this evening. I don't think you ever do. Dude, I thought you were taking the day off. Yeah, I'm a voice in your head, Zach. Come back to reality with us, bro. Well, this goofy delusion of mine is flirting with paying all my bills, Steve, so I don't know what to do now. The answer has always been go get a real job, you dumb fuck. Right, well, the people are stuck with me now. All right, well, welcome back, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I'm going back to bed. Fuck you. I appreciate that, Steve. Goodbye. All right, it's time for the inside shit. Inside shit. All right, here we are again, wife. Hello. Mrs. Scriptkeeper in the house. You. I, I, I drug her in late at night again. You? All right. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. That's something. That's something. <laughs> but it's a Monday morning, perhaps, for you guys, so good morning. Good morning. It's a Sunday evening for us, because that's how we roll, but I'm sure you know that. Mm-hmm. We're very transparent here, <laughs> except for, you know, when we're doing skit scats. No one can talk to me. No one can ever approach me. I've got four <laughs> days alone. <laughs> I don't know. We've got a fun inside shit. We've got a bunch of things to talk about. Oh, yeah. That we're excited about. I can't tell you, all the growth recently with the show has been fun. I just, I checked some of the stats today, which I, I'd never like to look mm-hmm. at stats, even though I love stats, but I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just making skit scats. But it was another record week for Dave and Angus. Wonderful. They crushed it on their, it's just crazy. You guys are, uh, you're telling people about this. I think we've <laughs> talked about that previously, <laughs> but we do appreciate it a ton. And we do have, you know, all sorts of neat new things coming out for the summer mm-hmm. and then uh, for the school year coming up after that. And what? Forever. Dumb. Thousand years. Rick and Morty. Dumb. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've got news on a bunch of things. Yeah, we do. But first of all, how are you? I'm, I'm great. I know it's, it's late. It's so. been a fantastic weekend. I, can't, I, I love the, this time of year in Spokane oh, is the yeah. reason to live in Spokane for yeah. me. It's a reason why it would be tough for me to be pulled away from Spokane mm. ever again. I have to agree. It's like jobs are nice when they're like, here's a, here's six figures. It's like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not. But it's like, I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss April and May and now June, which is weird. It's a very, it's, it's a weird year yeah. for sure. But uh, just this evening we went outside. We stopped working intentionally to go outside. Mind blowing. And it was a, uh, it was a, a cool evening. I mean, we had a sunset that was peach colored, mm. yet the sky was still really bright blue. God's Photoshop skills are fucking oh, top notch. And it, it just brought not the out, best, but top notch. It no, brought God. <laughs> it brought all the uh, color out in the garden. It was so nice. Yeah, it was. And the green <clears> of <throat> this place. Well, it's this, been, this, the Northwest. There's a there. There's a really cruddy city that's just mm-hmm. cruddy things and boxes and stuff mm-hmm. with lovely people but cruddy yeah, Spokane, infrastructure Spokane's buildings just look like giant boxes it's 800 boxes <laughs> and you're like dude how many fucking people live in that box that's a shelf of folk uh, it, yeah that's Spokaneites live it's, in that little Spokaneite folk it's a, shelf it's a box it is weird. well there's with potholes everywhere to get where you're going yeah you know Zach called uh, Sp- I think it was you who called Spokane downtown pothole yeah have, a handful of years ago and it just I think it was Angus that said that cracked me up downtown pothole yeah <laughs> it's pretty bad it really is but I'm sure your cities are like that as well it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a thing that governments do they're not great at the roads well, you it's know, very difficult but they're very proud of the roads they're like you gotta pay your taxes because they're roads and then you're like but look at what you do with it <laughs> well Anywho. when you drive through uh, when you're coming into Spokane from the west and you're headed east and you're on I-90 you see all of these boxy buildings and the, then there's this church 
Yeah. It or looks like an owl. And it looks like an owl's head just, with just, these spires yeah. amongst all these boxes. Kind of sneering over the boxes. Like, <laughs> these are my boxes. <laughs> I can go in there anytime I want. But uh, it, it was interesting because when I first moved to Spokane, I, I thought that was the weirdest thing being downtown looking at the buildings. It's like they're square. Yeah. Well, there was a, a David Angus watch of Macklemore. I don't even know if I put it out, but it was Macklemore's song where he shot a music video. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it was Joe Paisley, like that week or month, we were recording our first yeah. Sovereign Citizen album in his studio. And he was like, dude, have you ever noticed that fucking Spokane is just a bunch of boxes? Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sna- give me that. And so I put that in that video. Zoink. And I said, a, a, a buddy of mine said that. Da, da, da. Although Joe, oh, that was a Paisleyism? Yeah. But Joe, I didn't know that. But Joan Angus, I don't think, see eye to eye that much. No. There was some Paisley. Uh, it's, there's not a lot of Paisleyisms in Scatcast, but there's a lot of Paisleyisms in Dave and Angus Watch from you know, 2015, yeah. 16, when I met Joe. Because he and I started to work together. He's mm-hmm. actually a character on a couple Spocasts. Mm-hmm. I think it's Spocast. And a couple, uh, we had a show called The Weekend Show. Mm-hmm. It was for musicians, really. It wasn't for, it was for people that really liked local music, which is not so many people as you'd think, mm-hmm. uh, especially in, a, in an area like Spokane. Seattle has a huge amount of that. But uh, yeah, Joe Paisley was Norman. Was a, Norman. Norman. And, and yeah. he was great. We'll have to play. I should play that. Clip you should. At some point. I could even play it on here at some point. Yeah. yeah. I, I just know that Norman and Angus Not, they annoyed. Don't they annoyed the fuck out of each other. Yeah. And Dave was a mediator always. Mm-hmm. We even had Joe Paisley on. Dave and Angus had him on the weekend show one time. Oh he, yeah. When they asked him about his the the Moretta album and oh, that's all the right. things that he did on yeah, it. Yeah, there's a whole interview. Yeah, where he felled the trees himself yeah, for the packaging, <laughs> and that's he, right. he also played the drums and the bass and the guitar and the vocals, and he also did some engineering and he mastered the shit. <laughs> You know, yep. he was working with the oil guys, getting the oil out of the ground <laughs> so they could forge the plastics <laughs> for the discs to be printed and fucking uh, burned. Yep. Anyway, people don't know what burning discs are. Anywho. Anywho. So there's that. But yeah, we have another update on a toy as mm. well. But I don't Finally. know if I even gave you a chance to, to breathe or talk. Uh, I asked you I'm, how you're doing. How I'm you breathing, doing? but uh, I'm about to cough again because you keep making me laugh. Okay. <laughs> 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 At least I didn't cough into the microphone this time. Right. Well, you want to talk some Scatcast uh, little tidbits? Yeah, I do. Okay. So, I think this is the 17th week of Inside Shit and mm-hmm. the 18th week of the Inside Scooper. Yeah. And I've been talking about the spaceship toy since pretty much the beginning. Yes. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Progress has, has happened. Has been, yes. yes. Progress has, has transpired. Yes. Communication was the thing. Uh, previously mm-hmm. where it was like yeah the communication was tough but now we've communicated and yes. the communication is happening we're going to get some prototypes in our hands yes we are and w- those will be the first step to us figuring out how we're going to put them in a package and get them to you i can't believe how much work is going to go i mean the packaging i can't wait to do the packaging but it's going to be it's going to be yeah. wow i hope you guys want these toys because <laughs> for otherwise it's gonna be like oh fuck that sucks i have the toy but man that's an expensive ass toy but i don't care i mean shit i'm not here to fucking i just want the damn toy I in the know. universe once I it's in the it universe then my heart goes okay yeah. on to the next fucking toy moving on yeah but now let's get some cooler toys even mm-hmm. better toys <laughs> but we'll see uh, i'm really excited i can't wait to see it yeah and we're gonna get a few different sizes just for us to see so we can uh, mm-hmm. kind of get an idea of which one I like to play with the most. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and which ones would make it most sense for, <laughs> for printing and all that shit. So who knows? This is a, a weird world. Not everybody's just doing 3D printing out there. There's not a lot of right. just commercial Well, sites. we did we did have a couple of listeners. Uh, there, I think two, maybe three listeners. Uh, Offer services. Yes, yeah. they did. And so we appreciate they, that huge. They and, sent and, emails in and uh, yeah, thank you. And please hold because we might yeah. absolutely pull the trigger on that. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We're out. We're shooting in the dark on this here toy thing. We're, we're just doing our best. Yes, indeed. Actually, I'd say it's not in the dark. We've got some pretty good references mm-hmm. on these folk. The person that helped us make the ship uh, did such a great job and mm-hmm. I can't wait for you guys to see it. You know, you've seen the cartoon that I drew and photoshopped and created mm-hmm. and that's the only thing anybody's ever seen to the spade and it's mm-hmm. silhouette here and there. But it's uh, now it's it's the same, and of course the ship has crashed so many times, and it's been rebuilt <laughs> and reconfigured. It's been through black holes and mm-hmm. you know spaghettified and rebuilt, so it does look a touch. It looks different, a touch, but mm-hmm. not really. It's just so beautiful. It's like yeah, it's what I wish I would have drawn the cartoon to look like. <laughs> to be honest, I'm really excited. It's it's awesome looking. Me too. I should say I didn't talk to you about this. I'm monitoring this group of animators. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm interested in and I haven't approached them yet about doing animation because it's going to cost a fuckload of money to do five minutes worth of stuff right? with these guys. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to just see where it's going. I'm kind of reaching out, kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, I unzip the fly a little bit. <laughs> I'm about ready to take the picture of the dick and send it to him, but I'm not ready yet to send the dick pic. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. Zip the flies down, thinking uh, happy thoughts. Okay. And that leads me into... <laughs> So anyway, so there is some animation stuff happening there. It's always happening. And uh, thank you to all of you guys reaching out about mm-hmm. wanting to join up on doing some of the cool stuff there with that. If you have some talents you'd like to yeah. uh, add, some writers, some, some I'm really storyboarders, I, voice actors. I love it. We've got some really talented folks yeah. that are listening to the show. Yeah, smart people. Yeah. Yeah. From all sorts of different ideals. All different areas. I love it. I mean, it makes, writers. It's a very supportive group, too. I, I, Cartoonists. A lot of shit on the internet is not fun. <laughs> this is 100% fun. Yeah, I've been having fun. I find it to be 100% fun. But then the next thing is we do have another toy on the horizon. Uh, this is one of my favorite toys ever. And it probably will come out before the ship because the ship's going through the prototype process mm-hmm. and stuff. These are being created here inside Scatcast Studios. Oh, my gosh. With the assistance of a few of our Scatcast folk. <laughs> Uh, the Stone Buddies are becoming a reality. Yeah. And the Stone Buddies haven't, they've only been introduced in Scatcast just once, I think, through mm-hmm. a commercial. But uh, they're they're an aggressive kids show. <laughs> and, and it will be introduced throughout the time. But it's really about these rocks. These rocks are mm-hmm. coming to be, they will soon be available to you. Yeah. And uh, they should be fun. And I think you guys will get the joke and it'll be, yeah. if there is a joke to be had, I'm probably not smart enough to go too deep with anything. <laughs> But the Stone Buddies, there's going to be a, a, a four-piece set coming out soon. You can mm-hmm. buy them all a cart. You can buy them one at a time if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But there will, we're going to make four at a time. <laughs> and and uh, there's a future to Stone Buddies that I don't want to get too far into, but there will be some ways to accessorize your Stone Buddies in the future. <laughs> You'll want to find your favorites, or you can collect the set. Well, the, the four-piece set will be available as well. Mm-hmm. But they're... Uh, I think you'll enjoy them. I think you'll find them mm-hmm. to be worth putting in your pocket, perhaps. But maybe not. But at least taken to the beach on vacation. You'll want them on vacation with you. <laughs> I will be posting some photos here probably in the next couple of weeks. Yep. So you'll be able to see what they look like. Yep. And yeah. we'll, we'll make them available soon after that. Yeah, they're cute. They're fun. <laughs> it should be fun. I think it's a good, uh, a good time for all to be had. 
So now, why don't, why don't we talk about... Uh, we could talk about one of two things. Okay. We could talk about the <clears throat> dipshit files, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about no matter what. Mm-hmm. Or we could talk about that jerk-off cream that Dr. Oh. Schmogie's been See, working I on. See, I just smelled my hands, and they still smell like peach. Right. Well, so it's, I, it's not even peach. It's like tropical. It's so good. It's fruity. Dr. Schmogie's pretty good at yeah. dealing with human beings and their senses. Yeah, we have stuff. a new product. Yeah, so the seventh level of the subterranean Scatcast Studios is <laughs> Dr. Schmogie's actual studio. It's not actually on a spaceship. It's underneath our studios here at the complex. And you know what? That gave me goosebumps when I said that. Goosebumps. But you know what? Dumb. He's doing a great job. And I like being part of the guinea pig of this product. This is a nice... Uh, yeah, I chased him around today with a product. I got, like, I, I got milked. I, yes, you did. Today. It was nice. But I, you know, I was like, you got to try it. Got to try it. And he's like, well, I'm busy. And I'm like, no, give me your dick. Yep. Let me pull on it. Yep. I got to try this. You're my guinea pig. That's right. It's warming. Both of our par- <laughs> both sets of our parents are proud that we're working on this project with Dr. Smoky. Yep, so I milked him in the kitchen. So, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Smoky. <laughs> That's the subterranean 7B. <laughs> uh, we call it the kitchen. Dr. Schmoby calls it the kitchen. No, I chased you into the kitchen and milked you in the kitchen. Okay, fine. All right. We out can tell of, them that. Out of the subterranean level. It just leads to our house where our kitchen is. Yeah. That makes... Well, no. We had to go all the way up. Oh, yeah. We had to take the elevator. It lasts a good long time. <laughs> this, this, to be all... We want to tell you the truth about this. This mm-hmm. is a, a, an actual product that we're developing. Yeah. It's going to be Dr. Schmoby's, uh masturbation sauce. He'll oh, tell, that he w- sounds awful. I love it. He'll tell you all about it more and more. But it's really, uh, it does sound like the aftermath of the masturbation. It does. Sort of the, the thing that helps with the You're masturbation. You're going to have to figure out a different name for that. It's sex goo. <laughs> We're going to send you Dr. Schmogie's sex goo uh, if you want it. Well, okay, so. But it's actually amazing. I think you're going to enjoy what it does. So it was developed <laughs> as a masturbation tool. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's that, that was it. the that was the whole point. That's right. Looking for something that is Dirty. long long lasting, uh, something that rinses clean. Yep. But also doesn't rinse too quickly. Right. So it can be used in the shower. You guys, I thought about this a long time. Yeah. Doctor Schmuggy probed my mind about <laughs> this. He's like, "What do humans want?" And I think I can represent what pe- what dudes want on their dick. And, and if this it, isn't it. And you it can come like, find me and punch me in the face. And it smells like fruit. And it's edible. Right. It's 100% organic. Yes. 100% vegan. I'm sold. And, uh, yeah, and it's... And please keep testing it on fucking... <laughs> I will try all the flavors. I'll do all the... We'll do, we'll do cherry. Wanna... I'm going to do cherry next. Yes. Yeah. I think people's dicks should taste and like chocolate. And it tastes good. I think it should smell like chocolate when you jerk off. It's really good. And cherry, yeah. Okay, we'll see, guys. Uh, <laughs> tell me if we're the weirdest fucks you've ever known. But we'll have that on the market as well, because, you know, that's how you can. That's how we're going to make fucking cartoons, you guys, is we're going to make you. We're going to jerk off our ways. We're jerking off to make cartoons. Jerking uh, off for cartoons. And if we do this right, we're going to make our season after season. Our telethons are going to be fucking hilarious. That's right, and movies. <laughs> We should do a telethon, a jerk-off oh jerk cream telethon. Telef- oh, my gosh. All right. I like how the catharsis of this show has just... For, uh, like the, you know, I'm not sure what I'm saying at this point. Well, so... And I don't want... I don't want uh, the ladies to feel left out. So there will be a development for them as well. Right. Well, I mean, they can smuggle their, their higgum with this as well. Yeah. The, yeah. No issue. And they should. Because yeah. it smells delicious. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. And, I mean, if you, if you need lubrication down there, mm-hmm. it's good times. Yep. So yeah, and we, uh, it's warming. 
Right, it does. It has it. it like mm-hmm. it gives you a ma- Doctor Schmuggy's a miracle worker. He's trying to eat us. <laughs> I mean, he wants to to make us all like happy, so we're mm-hmm. not stressed, so that our meat isn't so fucking str- yeah. you know stringy. Who who wants to eat stressed out meat? He wants dudes that have been properly whether they milk themselves or they have assistance, <laughs> you know. And he likes to make money off of that. So there you go. But that's how we're getting to cartoons. Yeah. So we're going to sell rocks, jerk off cream, and a toy of a and, shovel spaceship. And ball oil. And ball oil, mm. which you guys, which thanks again for all of you. And I know I've, we've read so many reviews, and yeah. we're actually we, we're opening up the website so that you guys can leave reviews. Yes, we've had several emails. Yeah. People wanting to leave reviews, and, and they're some of them are pretty funny. They are. Um, but I do want those up there. So I'm going to be working on that this coming week. So by next week, you should be able to leave reviews on the products. Right, and we appreciate it a ton. <clears throat> yeah. But we, we were, we're more glad that, it, that it's working for you guys mm-hmm. in the way that it is because mm-hmm. it does. We know we're very – I'm thankful that Monique is so good at her chemistry and makes these <laughs> things smell so good, and they are so good for your skin and mm-hmm. for your balls. <laughs> I love saying shit like that. All right. But, uh, and yeah, I'm very glad to hear that it's working for you guys. And and if you guys knew uh, just how much Amara B gets that kind of love, it's it's mm. insane. I mean, our, our, her soap products mm-hmm. do things that other soaps don't do for just countless people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Miss Five Star Review. Yeah. Amara B is, is the champion at, at making those wonderful things. And her heart grew five times that day. And so the fact that you're working with Dr. Schmogi, <laughs> it makes everybody... It just makes me think things are going to be good. Yeah. You know? So I'm happy about it. All right. Why don't we talk about what this week's dipshit files? Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for the month of June. Um, it's going to be... It, I've been studying and, and researching for a few weeks already. But cannibalism for some reason. Yeah. It, well, the reason I went cannibalism for the month of June is because I'm noticing a pattern in my research that cannibalism seems to be it's just it it seems to me that cannibalism is a direct result of those individuals who have a propensity mm-hmm. to eat human flesh mm-hmm. they've all fallen through the cracks and i'm seeing a pattern here oh. um Individ- people are covering it up because they want to eat people and the well, they're just, Illuminati or something. They're, it's, it's because they're falling through the cracks and they're not getting the help they need or uh. they're not getting the medicine that they need or maybe they're just, um, I guess, quote unquote, lucky and they're just moving through the system right. or the system isn't even noticing them and they're um, escalating in their crimes and in their mental illness to the point where they're actually starting to eat people and it's not until they're discovered that they're eating people that pete that the system looks at them and goes oh (laughs) whoops so and i'm i'm just seeing a pattern here um more than three recently that i've been looking at and these aren't all recent cases but recent to me. They just come up. and They're recent to me as okay. I'm doing my research. So this week we're doing Catherine Knight. Right. And what makes her interesting to you? Uh, Besides, the, I mean, she's a cannibal. She obviously, uh, that's you know, where, spoiler that was, alert, she's going to eat somebody at least. That was person. the end game. Yeah. yeah. The reason she was interesting to me is because of the falling through the cracks. Okay. Her she, story. Her, it's the whole story. This is a bit of a 
deeper dive. Okay. Well, I don't even want to say deeper because it's all of my stories have developed into this kind of in-depth thing. But yeah. this one uh, does go a little bit deeper um, in her into her life. She basically started showing signs of mental illness in her early teens. Nobody addressed it. Mm. And then as she became a young adult, she developed um, even more mental illness and it was swept under the rug. And then uh, as soon as she got into relationships and had a kid and um, it it was getting crazy. Mm. Um, Seems like mental illness. It's just such a big basket that people... We don't. We she really was, haven't known much about it throughout all human history. We still don't seem like we know right. what I think we wish we knew. Well, that. she just kept getting let out. And when she was discovered, she manipulated. She was a, a master manipulator. Okay, so and she, was, she was able to m- manipulate people who were supposed to be assessing her mental health. And... It was just, I'm I'm just insane. And then what she does is fucking crazy. That's the... So this is the story out of Sydney, Australia. Okay. That area. Anyways. I have to do it. Crocky dicks that bad. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting. I apologize. Uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and she's not like some prolific serial killer. She's kind of low on the list as far as number of kills, but she's, it's just, her life in general is just a... She's not a serial killer. Right. Right, so uh, she's just this... She murdered one person. One. Just one. Okay. And that was the end game. But her story is enough to... Her story is enough... To make it a dipshit file. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to it. I'm um, excited to share it with I'm y'all. I'm looking forward to it yeah. as well. Yeah, and it's nice to get back into true crime after doing mm-hmm. the UFOs. Although I had fun with the UFO one last yeah, week. Yeah, me too. Well, they didn't do that many skits cats with it, because boy, our week was ridiculous last week. Yeah, we it just got it was it was either I was going <clears> to <throat> chill for a, a couple hours or <laughs> I was good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, we needed a, a quick break. That was a fun. I guess. It was a fun one. So it was week. it was more loose. Yeah, yeah, we had kind of a conversation mm-hmm. this week. We'll be back to normal form mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Cause uh, I'm refreshed. That's all I need. Let's do this forever, guys. It, all I need is it was it was a masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we just had to you know figure out how that oil works. <laughs> it's made not even better. an oil. It's, it's a, not an oil. It's a it's it's a it's con- a sauce. It's a concoction. It's a sauce. See what she did yeah. there. That's Anyways, good stuff. yeah. So you life is life is good. All right. So now I kind of want to read. It's June now. Yeah. We usually like to, at the end of the month, read mm-hmm. all of you guys that have joined this little litter box of ours, this growing litter box of ours. Yeah. Uh, and to all you Scat Cats and Inside Scoopers, uh, huge thank you yes. for being a part of this journey. Uh, we're doing cartoons together, but we're always going to do audio as well. It's mm-hmm. always going to be Scatcast. You know, what I really want to do is animate what we've done already, mm-hmm. if possible. I'm sure there'll have to be changes and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. cartooning is different than just podcasting. Right. But... Uh, we're not going to try and go too far from that. And I, I like doing these podcasts. It's a lot of fun. And this is audio theater. And that that's, makes me happy. Yeah. But I do want to thank our new Scat Cats. Yeah. Let's uh, welcome scoopers. welcome the new folks. Yeah. So I'm going to read your names. That's what we're going to do for the next couple minutes. For mm-hmm. about 20 minutes. I'm just going to read some <laughs> names. Uh, buckle up, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. No, it's not too bad. Uh, Caleb Hall. Thank you. Uh, Shame Esterling. Shane. I think I said shame. You said shame. Shame Esterling. Shame. Imagine if somebody named their kid shame. Uh, oh. Oh. I'm glad you're not named shame. 
Mr. <laughs> Esterling. Uh, Michael E. Brzezowski. I like that name. That's a fun name. It always looks like sauce. You know, I saw I saw him on the list, and it reminded me of um, what was that cartoon? Mike Wazowski. Remember oh. the little girl? Yeah, with it's, the blue uh, guy. Monsters Inc. Monster. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike Wazowski. Yes. And then there's Paul Folks. Mike Wazowski didn't join the Patreon. Right, so I'm I not going to talk about him. We, we don't have a blue you monster. Guess, you got his time. Wasn't he green? The blue was monster blue. was the big ass motherfucker. Yeah, was he the wasn't other one? that Mike Wazowski? Oh, it could have been. I thought Mike Wazowski, I don't know, was the little guy. I don't know. With the one eye? Which one was Shrek? I don't know anything. Okay. I don't, I don't uh, Paul, <laughs> folks, I see you on the internet, my friend. Thank you for all the things mm-hmm. that you're doing and spreading the love. All you guys are spreading the love. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, Jay Field, thank you for joining our little shitbox army, our litterbox army. Deja Arnold, I see you on the internet. Put, yep. Spreading the scat cast. Thank you so much. And she had a birthday. She did. Yes. And I, fucking A. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, and then just, actually, all these people had birthdays at one point. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but maybe a maid birthday. We both had May birthdays too. So, you know, shout out to a fellow maid. If you were May sitting birthday. closer, I'd kick you. I, I'm glad there's a distance. <laughs> Although it's been nice not having all those distances with that oil. With the, it's not an oil. It's a sauce with the sauce. Marinating the cock. Dr. Schmoggy style. But thank you, Deja Arnold. Uh, Justin Obregon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think that's Obregon. And I don't know if you guys want to be have your actual name said, but here you go. <laughs> but Justin O. <laughs> don't rewind. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, maybe I should have done that from the beginning. Jacob Faust. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacob F. Well, now you guys all know each other, so yeah. enjoy it. Uh, Reverend Dr. Edwards. See, that? that's not his first name. Yeah. Thank you, Reverend Doctor. Uh, Sean Dopp. Looks like Dopp. Might be dope, but I doubt he goes mm-hmm. by dope. Uh, Sean Dopp. Uh, thank you for joining. And I then don't know. Joe That'd Johnson. Be, I, I, I'd go by dope. I would go by dope, too. Yeah. That's a dope name. Dope. Dope name, bro. <laughs> and then Joe Johnson. Uh, Shoeless Joe Johnson. <laughs> thank you for joining the shit box. The litter box. I keep calling it. There's different things. There's the so shit, many things the about The shit poop. box is on Facebook. I know. Right? I know. This is the litter box. This is, the, this is the like universe yeah. shell of the universe. Yeah. This, this is, is where shit's all... created. Right. This yeah. is the crucible. No, I don't know what the fuck I'm the talking about. The crucible. I wanted to say something like that. Yeah. I love that word. I wanted to go fucking Carl Sagan on the <laughs> shit. But thank you to you wonderful new Scat Cats Inside Scoopers. Thank you to all of you that are sticking with us. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I don't usually get on the internet and read all the things, but I did uh, recently. And holy God, you guys are very kind. Oh and, man, uh, and, and Discord. reviews and stuff. And I still haven't gone in Discord, but I know it's, um, it's popping in there. Yeah, Discord is fucking rad. That's fun. You guys yeah. are. There's some good shit in there. I, I got to tell you, it's a, the start of a hell of a cool community. If this yeah. was a little village somewhere, it seems like we got the good blacksmith. We got the real badass oh, yeah. archers. We got all the great people that can go out and farm the fuck out of shit. Yeah. We got people that are, you know, we got we got we the got mayor. The, we, we got, got, them, the we got it all. kick ass mead. Oh, speaking of. That's right. <laughs> I made mead. This totally became Assassin's Creed. Uh, I made Mahala. mead. I was so excited. <laughs> it's made, so good, too. It's delicious. I've made beer in the past. Um, I've also had a still, and I've made liquor. But and I've, your mom makes a ton of meth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, makes, I mean uh, Kahlua. She makes liquor, yes. <laughs> God damn. I made so, Kahlua. <clears throat> but, um, Sim- similar I never, I've never made mead before, so I, I gave it a shot. Right. And it turned out so freaking good. I made blueberry 
mead. Oh, yeah. Blueberry honey. But you gave out so much of it. it made, I only it gave a couple fu- bottles away. Made your Viking furious. <laughs> I don't even know if I have any Viking in me, but it, that part of me was furious. It's like, that's my mead. That goes inside a horn uh, and, or the skull of my enemy. Yep, there you go. But, but it turned out so good. So my, my next project, because I'm this weird chemist. Meth. Okay, seriously. Cookies and cream meth. No. Okay. I'm going to make cider. Meth cider. <laughs> no, I'm going to make some cider. Fuck yeah. I'm actually going to make some uh, hard cider. But cool. So that's the next project. But it's so funny because... Can you make homemade Zima? That, no. <laughs> why would I want to do that? I don't know why. That's like a shitty drink. I know. I never liked Zima. Did you drink Zima? No, I have had Zima before. Did I drink it like, hey, let's go get some Zima yeah, at the bar, guys? Did you? No, I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I felt you for... were that guy, weren't you? You were that guy in those weird fucking flip flops <laughs> and the two longest shorts with a tank top that isn't actually a tank top. It's a t-shirt that you cut the sleeves out of. Okay, this is getting that very you cut personal. Really deep down by your waist. I was and a basketball your, player. And you wear you wear your basketball. hat backwards oh, and fuck. you go in and you get a six pack of Zima. How dare you with that on last your way part. to go play volleyball in the park? Volleyball in the park. I didn't do a lot of volleyball. Okay. I was, I shot This a lot was not meant to be personal. I'm just laying <laughs> this out. This is about me from beginning to end. I'm just it, laying identified. out the jock douchebag look. Right. I had it down pretty good. <laughs> I had you that. did not. I did. You did? I played basketball for AAU. Oh, I, honey. I, I would wear the, like, those pants that you pull off pants all over the place and oh. sandals with black socks. Oh, fucking. no. Oh, that was the thing. It was the 90s, bro. We looked cool as fuck. What were they called? Nike socks. We had like six those, pairs of Nike socks and you slip- layered them all. So they all had, you could see the Nike logo oh 15 times what down your those, shoe. What were those black slip on like plastic sandals? What did they say? FEMA? They said something. Fila? Fila. Those are for soccer. But yeah, okay, basketball but players. Would, there's all sorts of them for basketball players. <sighs> and they cost like 200 bucks and you're like, yeah, we should probably get those. It's like Fila. your parents That's were like, Jesus Christ, I guess. We could pay the power bill you or get these. You got your fila slippers on and your tap out tank. Not those. But yeah, we were badass. <laughs> is what I'm thinking. I mean, we were badass. No. Oh my God. You were the epitome no, of the guy no that I would roll my eyes at. Dude, that's why when I, when, <laughs> when I walked away from, you know, I had, I don't know if I've said any of this stuff. I had sports scholarships when uh-huh. I was, when I was a youngin. I think you need to share that because yeah, I they don't think anybody know. knows that. Well, yeah, I had a bunch of football scholarships mm-hmm. and I had a few basketball scholarships mm-hmm. and I didn't give a fuck about football anymore because I had hurt myself quite a bit in football mm-hmm. uh, because I wasn't, I wasn't a wide receiver or running back. I was a fucking lineman and a defensive end guy. I was just smashing people every play and you know, running backs get hurt and shit too. Mm-hmm. But I was sore and I didn't want to be a big, you know, 270 pound fucking behemoth in college. I wasn't interested in that. Well, you are a giant human. But I don't think I should be that, you know, giant. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's my natural <clears throat> size. And they, they put, they knew I was, they were trying to get me to be division one football player. So they wanted me to be a defensive lineman. And so they were packing me <laughs> with pounds. And I should tell you guys, I guess uh, this is weird to talk about, but so I was really strong in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, I was a, I was among the strongest people in our city for my age group. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, there was one guy on my football team who was half my size, half my weight. Uh, he was our running back and he could bench press more than I could though. He was the most <laughs> amazing human we've ever seen. He also set the record for most pushups done by a Navy SEAL at the time when he went in there. Oh wow. He's, he's a huge, star. <clears throat> Fa- he was the second fastest guy in the state just a freak of nature oh, wow. so whenever i placed anywhere near him in anything i was just like well that's fucking gotta mean something <laughs> that's pretty neat but otherwise i was just lucky at that point and blah blah blah. but uh they were getting me big to play and mm-hmm. stuff but 
I only wanted to play basketball and mm. I, and I fucked off my senior year so hard so to where all of the division one football teams were like, he had a great senior year, but fucking, he doesn't even give a shit about school. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? You know? Cause I, I checked out of yeah. school. I, I started playing guitar and I, I just didn't want to be hurt anymore. I didn't want to hurt mm-hmm. people anymore. Uh, I'd had my fill of it anyway. That's because you did shrooms. I did do shrooms. That's exactly what it happened. It changed your brain. It fucking rewired that shit mm-hmm. in my head at a time when I was like, mm-hmm. it, you know, my family looked at me. It's There's another weird story, but my dad had every trophy. I think I've said this shit in the past, but my dad had every trophy that I had collected from junior high on. Mm-hmm. And it was a sizable amount. It, it took up, my dad was, owned his own company. It had you know hundreds of employees. And it filled this giant office wall of mm-hmm. trophies and shit. And it's because AAU will give you sixth place fucking Wait a minute. shit and whatever. Hold too. on. Hold on. Your dad had your trophies yeah. on his work wall. I know, right? I know. That's kind of weird. Yep. So when, when huh. I stopped weird. playing sports, when I was just like, no, nah, I'm going to play guitar and I'll probably go to college, but I'm not going to go to, I'm going to go to the college that, that offered me the scholarships, but I'm not going to play football. I'm just going to pay for it myself. They were like, Oh, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> and, and in retrospect, I mean, they're probably right, right? I could have gone and got my silly whatever degree mm-hmm. and probably gone and done silly degree-based things. I, I wouldn't have gone very far with oh, basketball. No, no, I got a, a couple scholarships to more local schools, mm-hmm. and, and it would I would have had to work real hard to keep it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because okay. I wasn't, I mean, I'm six foot four on my mm-hmm. best day. And I was not a point guard. I don't have guard skills. I can right. shoot pretty well, but I, I mean, I played a big guy because mm-hmm. I was a football player. So I wouldn't have gone very far. I would have played, um, but it was still would have been division one, the, the well, two schools that were looking at me. What about sweet? Would you, I mean, would you have played football if you would have kept the passion for football? Yeah. I mean, it, it was like the schools that were recruiting me in football were the, the best schools. They were the mm-hmm. dream schools, like all of the dream schools. I had a great coach. He was a terrible coach. But he's great at marketing. Isn't he the guy that said you couldn't lead a ship parade? <laughs> <laughs> and now look at you. Now, now look at you. Uh, we've got a hell of a ship parade. Uh, <laughs> now yeah. you're our turd leader. And I have a freak parade too with Sovereign yep, Citizen and Nonprofits. Absolutely. We've got a couple of parades. Uh, he, the assistant coach, said that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> during trying to motivate us during our senior year, uh, but yeah. But no, this other coach who himself can't lead a shit parade, mm. and who's a very Mr. Magoo type character, and I mean that in the deepest sense of Mr. Magoo from the looks to the everything, if oh, you've wow. ever seen that, he's Mr. Magoo. I don't think he coaches anymore because he was Mr. Magoo when I was a kid, so he's, oh, he may not yeah. be there anymore. But uh, he was really good at marketing his players that were good because I, mm. I mean, I got all city a couple mm-hmm. times on, on two different positions, two years in a row. And I mean, I had good years and stuff, but that's, mm-hmm. that's really unheard of in our city. And a couple other players on my team did that. And we had a shitty fucking team. Mm. We had a terrible foot. I mean, my senior year was awful. We didn't mm. win very many games, but we had like seven, you know, first team, all city fucking <laughs> players. It's like, well, you should have been good. That's for sure on paper. And I think part of it was because our coach was so good, but you know, I won, why am I bragging about myself? But I won a bunch of awards at, mm-hmm. at football camps and colleges. So I was kind of, I wasn't highly touted. Like they weren't mm-hmm. kicking me down, kicking the door down to give me, to bribe me or anything, but I got letters from the head coaches every week, handwritten letters from, mm. uh, you know, I guess I could say University of Washington and, and and WSU were the two that I was locally like really interested in. I wanted to be a Husky more than anything. That mm-hmm. was my main school and that was the one that recruited me the hardest and it, it was my pride. Mm-hmm. The one that my dad wanted and the one that I was second on my list was Stanford and mm-hmm. I, I got handwritten letters from the coach a couple times and mm-hmm. that felt good. Uh, but it was assistant coaches or it was like 
the secretary just stamped it or something a lot of times from Stanford, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. they recruited me for a couple of years and stuff. Uh, but yeah, then as soon as I turned that off and was like, no, I'm going to smoke weed and play guitar, mm -hmm. fucking start a band, uh, pursue songwriting. Cause mm -hmm. it was my father that was like, you know, Bob Dylan's the greatest human that ever lived. And I'm like, oh, I want to impress my daddy. I'm going to try and pursue that weird art form. Right. Feels natural to me. I love all these songs. I love my daddy. Mm -hmm. Please love me, daddy. And so he didn't love me after that. <laughs> Every single one of those trophies and things, I have no idea where they even are. I don't know what happened to them. When, oh, I, wow. when I said, I'm not going to college, I'm not accepting this final scholarship for football or basketball. I'm just going to go by myself and just do fuck off in college and do the mm -hmm. dorm experience and whatever. Every one of those certificates and trophies, I'm sure he just gave them to my mom and I just lost them. I don't think he like burned them or threw them away. He's not that I've dramatic never, of a guy, I've but they were all down that day. Oh shit. He took them all down that day. Oh damn. I was going to like prom or something when, when we just made this decision or just after that or some shit and all down. Oh wow. And that's, and our relationship went like, like that too. It was crazy. Oh. It was so weird because sports kind of bonded us and shit. Well, that's And they just though. didn't trust me after that. It's like, this kid's capricious. I don't know. I invested a lot in this kid. We spent hundreds of, th or, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars on basketball shoes and camps and giving this guy a fucking plane ride to nationals for AAU. I really, you know, I, I got to live that life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I kind of earned that life too, I guess, whatever. Mm -hmm. Woke up in this body and I fucking worked. Yeah, but hard. you worked really hard. I did work really yeah. hard. I had a psychos around me. I did. That's why when I when you're I, still psycho. <laughs> that's why when There's I started no working for Dan, <laughs> I was like, "Fucking, this guy's more psycho than a lot of the people on any of the teams that I've ever played on." This mm -hmm. guy, if he was a coach, he'd be the coach that's throwing chairs at players <laughs> so that they'll work harder. And he right. was. Mm -hmm. And he was. And it was awesome. And, mm -hmm. it, and that's one of the things. I, I mean, now everybody's kind of seeing how hard he worked. And he's mm -hmm. like, I'm going to turn down these million dollar shows mm -hmm. because I can't because I'm, I've worked so hard. Yeah. But that's the same kind of vibe. And, and those were the coaches that I had were like, you know, I practiced after football practice. I would go and work out and then I'd mm -hmm. go to like a, our little basketball meeting practice. And mm -hmm. It was just weird. Well, I'm not surprised because when you focus on something. You you are it gets psycho. You're all he's all in. When when he focuses on something, he's all in. All I do is make sketch scouts now for you folk. I've never seen anybody that <laughs> More just ridiculous well <laughs> just focuses like you do. It's I mean, insane. There's days when he will be doing stuff like in the past, he'd be doing stuff, he'd be creating, he wouldn't even go to bed. <laughs> and no drugs were involved. And he wasn't drinking coffee. No. It was just his motivation. It was just <laughs> insane. Yeah. So it was like, oh, it's been like two days. Do you think he can get some sleep? And you're like, oh, just one more. I was one like, more no. Uh, or here's David a, Angus or some shit. Here's a salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have a, have a, here's some, okay, no. All right. How about a multivitamin? Here's some nuts and a multivitamin. But, yeah, but have some crackers or something <laughs> so you don't get sick on the multivitamin. But yeah. I am yeah. pretty stupid. No, I'm I wouldn't stupid. say you're stupid. You're just, uh, when you focus, you well. Well, that's what I did with sports, though. When it when I turned it off, mm -hmm. I I turned it off, mm -hmm. and I seriously haven't worked out since. Not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done some jogging and some jump roping in the last twenty years, but mm -hmm. I turned all sports off, and it was weird because then I walked into, I mean, during high school when I was playing sports and when I was starting to lose interest in school, I was I took my dad's guitar that I wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to play, and I played the fuck out of it, mm -hmm. and I started to get kind of good at it, and. You know, I, I, and look at you now. Well, I don't know about that. <clears throat> I'm still a terrible guitar player, but I, I put a lot of time into the songwriting, into mm -hmm. the to the art of that. 
and that's my focus. That was my focus. Mm-hmm. I, I was one of those guitar players. I bought my first electric guitar, and then like three months later, I bought my first four-track recording, like tape recording thing, like a Tascam mm-hmm. is what it was called. Some of these musicians could be like, oh, fuck yeah, I had a Fostex. <laughs> <laughs> but I had that, and I bought a drum machine and shit, and mm-hmm. uh, I worked for my parents from when I was like age eight to something, so I had a little bit of money saved up. So I went and when I found out that I liked something that wasn't football, mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't buy any more posters and football cards and whatever the fuck right. I was interested in, uh, I bought guitars and shit and like shitty pawn shop guitars but it was you know with right. an, with what guitar players it's an action that you couldn't even you could fit your neck under the action your, your head under, <laughs> which is the strings from the from the fretboard yeah, it's just it, so you know, hard it, to play yeah but you know it makes it you you go through the hard stuff first right and yeah. it makes you better later on well if you play on a good guitar or you get carpal you tunnel you know yeah it will frustrate you before <laughs> a shitty guitar will frustrate you to the point of not playing i don't know how you I either get really shit. really good or you get crippled yes, you know it, it is it's, it's like that. it's either or you're or you want to smash that guitar <laughs> it's like this was a 780 dollar fucking ibanez s1j <laughs> pew from whatever and smash ah but anyway i've yeah. kind of gone pretty nuts but then yeah that was kind of the i guess i'm telling my dad's story but that was mm-hmm. kind of the the end of my dad was around for a while after that my parents divorced at that same time too mm-hmm. and maybe that was my little coping mechanism for that i don't know how my yeah. little noodle works in my head zach and i have been married for 14 years i've never met the man i know you've spoken to him we've talked about this here uh, oh that's right yep i spoke to him once yeah 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 but same here yeah since so I've, crazy since he I've never he never he's never met his grandkids Mm-mm. and now his grandkids are he's not an asshole either he's just he's just over it i guess <laughs> you know he's he's over being a dad i guess so i don't know how that works i don't i mean i I'll could never, you ever be over being a no, dad no. I, yeah okay i mean they, they they'll try and fu- the kids can fuck us over a billion times yeah. and we, we keep giving extra chances but yeah i don't know i, don't know. It's, it's, I did fuck up a lot with my dad yeah, so. but all kids do. I know, it's but I was like more a of a kid. man when I was fucking up to you. It's not like it stopped there. I would reach out to him and be like, hey, da, 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 fuck you. You know, it wasn't that flippant, but I think that's how he looked at it. Oh. He and I kind of never saw eye to eye on a lot of things. Well, you know. But I know he, he you know, he cares that I'm alive and shit. You know? Well, that's good. The guy's never heard me sing. <laughs> I mean, he, he heard me sing in his apartment one time, and I think he was just like, what the fuck? Uh, and they gave me his guitar and his amp like a week later. He was like, mm-hmm. you can use this, here, have that. But he never went to a show and, and uh, never... Well, know, now all he has to do is get on record. the internet and look up your name. He's. He, I remember before that, I was like, yeah, you can just check out my MySpace or something, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's how he tracked me down. But he's like, I don't, I don't do that shit. He doesn't do So he'll internet? probably never hear any of this stuff and... I don't know. So that's why I can talk shit. And this is behind the paywall anyway. Yeah, well, you're my not dad's ta- certainly not going to give money this, to hear me talk. This isn't... This, is, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't... You You almost fell over. You almost fell out of your chair. What's ironic you? about this, you guys? <laughs> like, here's the thing. My dad hated his dad. I don't know why I'm sharing all this shit, but you guys are getting it all. Uh, my dad didn't really like his dad very much. My dad... Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandpa grew up World War II veteran. He was a hard-nosed motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a salesman. He was a... Uh, he owned his own newspaper and stuff. He was a football player, all state New York, big fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So if he was cracking into my dad, which it sounded like he did, he sounded like he kicked my dad's ass. Uh, yeah, it's probably not a night. He was bigger than my dad by a lot. He's like mm-hmm. more my size. My dad's, you know, probably six inches shorter than I was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he, 
He saw my grandpa in me and he's like, fuck you, fuck that guy, fuck everything. That's not irony. Oh, he saw his dad in you. Yeah, I think so. That would make sense. It makes some sense. Kind of. I, feel- I, still, I still couldn't imagine not talking to my kids for 15 years. That's just weird. I think all of the family, none of the family, my the Flannery family, my mm-hmm. dad's side of the family, none of them really hang out. Like none of the family talk. Mm-hmm. My, the other side of my family, they are like every goddamn year they've got a family reunion yeah. or they used to be mm-hmm. and uh, kept really close and they've mm-hmm. got long, you know, they've got historians in the family that are constantly asking for cool, you know, mm-hmm. give us this and that. And the Flannery family are like, if we talk to each other, we all turn to stone. <laughs> Like, oh, fuck. And I agree. Fuck the yeah. Flint now. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of great Flannery's out there, but, uh, and, and I have a couple cousins that I think are great and I'm not sure where I was going. I think I was trying to tell a story about something else that I just drifted off of because marijuana and also it's late. You, yeah, it's the so marijuana. I ended up talking about my grandpa or some shit and I ended up, I don't know where I'm at. So uh, let's just end it there. Okay. <laughs> and we'll go back and I'll listen to this and I'll be like, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> Will they ever forgive me? And I'll just give you a fucking skit scat and we'll be fine. Yeah, everything will be I fine. I got a whole bunch of skit scats for you this well, week that, was that fun. I'm proud of. Yeah, that, that was a very fun, fun little, Dumb. you know, meander down memory lane. Yeah, Dumb. I think that was fractured thinking. Uh, uh, maybe. I don't think so. I followed along just fine. Or, okay. But, Fair enough. you know, my well, brain is There's a little weird. bit of my... <laughs> a little bit history. of his history, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, my dad's the smartest guy I've ever met when it comes to knowledgeable things. I mean, he, he was the kind of guy he would turn companies around Mm -hmm. Uh, he's a professional hatchet man he's really kind of the enemy when it comes to if you if you don't like capitalism my dad is absolutely your enemy because he's the guy that's like i recommend you uh fire ten thousand people so there's another reason why he and i probably don't get along too great right but right uh, yeah so more information there Yikes. Who knows? He's probably like, fuck you. I've never fired that many people. You don't know shit about my life. How dare you, sir? Anyway. And then, uh, yeah, the, the show this weekend with the band. Fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, we I needed that. that. We needed that so much. Yeah. Sovereign Citizen, the nonprofits. We mm-hmm. haven't played in a long time. Uh, you guys have heard every time we've played. I think we've talked about it mm-hmm. here since we've since the new year, uh, which I think is just this time. Maybe one mm-hmm. other time. Yeah, it was blessed. Yeah. Had, I had so came much out. fun. Uh, got to do fire, got to do mm-hmm. pretty much our full battle rattle performance. Yep. We have our nice uh, slim down lineup and mm-hmm. everybody was bringing it, uh, except for me. Goodness. What are you talking about? I was, I was super out of shape <clears throat> for that show, but I had fun and well, we made it to the end. I didn't die. You'll be, well, no, you didn't. You, he did get off stage the moment it was over and went and sat down behind the building. Yeah, I did. <laughs> He's like, oh God. <laughs> I need more oxygen. Oh than my gosh. Yeah, well, and then uh, we do have another show on the 23rd, so that's yeah. I'm excited about that. And we're bringing uh, friends from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're on tour, and we've just made it so that they can play to our friends as well as their friends Yep. at a place that's very fun for us. It's called mm-hmm. Bullhead. It's not in Spokane either. It's just Mm-mm. outside in the college town uh, called Cheney in Four Lakes. Yep. And they're called Thrown Out Bones, mm, and they're yeah. fucking awesome. And they tour away. around the yeah. whole West, and they've been all over the country. There. Yeah, they got a female drummer who's their singer as well, and who's also the singer. Yeah. She sings and plays drums. Yeah, it's just amazing She's to watch. Super high energy. It's yeah. worth. It's worth the show. And I, I mean, pay the pay the entrance because we're giving them all the money because they're on tour. That's yep. what you do. But uh, yeah, they're worth the Very whatever cool. the admission is. Probably ten bucks or some shit. Yeah, know. I'm not sure. Yeah, come check that out. Twenty third. Yeah, the twenty. Yeah, twenty third. It's a Thursday. Yeah, if you're local. Yeah, if you're local, come on out. I know most of you aren't local, so if you make the trip out there, I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll make it worth your while for sure. Let us know, and we'll 
If you're ever coming to a show from a long way away. Uh, yeah, always always give us a heads up. Yeah, we'll figure out some sort of care package to mm-hmm. get you when you land. All right, I feel like I've rambled on and on about my life, and I think I bragged about football shit. God, I hate I wouldn't my life. Call I hate it, myself. I wouldn't call it bragging. I was You're sharing your history. No, I'm a jackass. No, you're not. Yeah, I, All of my musician friends, which are the, the majority of my current mm-hmm. uh, acquaintances and friends, uh, they really, I mean, it, musicians and athletes kind of mix more now in the 21st mm-hmm. century. But, you know, I was at the end of the 20th century when I was mm-hmm. playing, when I first started playing. And it really was oil and water. The mm-hmm. Hessian metal heads, mm-hmm. which is where I went right to, because football to me was an opportunity to listen to Metallica, Slayer, Pantera and shit. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, helped me do all the things that football hurt people. <laughs> Thanks, Pantera. <laughs> and... Uh, but I, that, that's what I wanted to sing. So I went into that world and it was oil and water for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But then I found out the funny thing is, is being the, the guy that knows all the dumb jock stats and shit. And mm-hmm. like, I really dedicated myself to sports. Uh, you find out there's a lot of, in that time period, there were a lot of closeted sports fans where oh. like the drummer in my band, he was just this death metal. He's a, one of my best friends and he's mm-hmm. a death metal drummer and he's very, very pure about heavy metal and mm-hmm. he's very certain that he knows exactly what the metal is that's mm-hmm. right in the right categories and what's the best and he's got a tattooed on his arm so that's for sure the best. <laughs> but but then I'd find out he's like, I really like baseball. Yeah. You know, and so we'd watch like fucking mm-hmm. 80 baseball games with the Seattle Mariners, you know, actually in their 116 game win season. We watched nice. that as a band together. It was fun. But anyway, Enough rambling. That's my silly life, which I've enjoyed thoroughly. And again, yeah. it's been very charmed. And uh, if you guys find any interest in it, then <laughs> so be it. Uh, well, there's your there's your Monday morning uh, shit. Yeah, I just spewed all over the place. That's inside shit. Very deep. Uh, for the forget second, you heard any of this. Don't, don't tell me. All, spewed all over the place for the second time. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going back down to the seventh layer. I'm going to go find Dr. Schmogi. I'm bringing my wife and we're going to test out the orange flavor. I want to try cherry chocolate. Let's try that shit. All right, that's been a long inside shit. That's long enough for you. That's mm, long enough for yeah. me. That's long enough for everybody. Hope that's everyone's a, I'm en- sick of me too. Hope everyone's enjoying their Monday morning coffee. Yes. And uh, yeah. We'll talk at you in the future. And uh, it might very well seem like the present. It might. Poopies. Bye. Bye. Inside shit. Inside shit. So that's usually way more information than I would like to share. Uh, in real life, that's not something I like to do, is talk about myself. I feel that's kind of uh, not really my place in any way. And I'm really not good at remembering those things. There's a lots of lawsuits a-coming when Zach goes a-remembering. But I do have another show coming out in the future here with a couple of buddies of mine, and we're going to do a different kind of podcast, just give you guys some more variety and give ourselves some variety as people that are kind of leaning into living on the Internet in this podcast world. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I mean, my goal is cartoons and it will always be, but I love audio theater. I'm, I'm kind of in love with it because without the cartoons, nobody knows what Dr. Schmoge looks like right now. And so it really seems like it'll be disappointing no matter what we draw. I've got 50 drawings of Dr. Schmoge. I don't want to share any of them because I like the fact that he looks different to everyone. And, you know, does the cartoon ruin that? I think about these things. I stay up at late at night thinking about these things. Not really. I'm just having fun. And I 100% know what Dr. Schmogi looks like. And soon you will know what Dr. Schmogi looks like. I don't know how soon. I keep saying soon with a lot of things. I'm still waiting on a fucking toy. But Scatcast is already far too many moving parts for me to comprehend at this point. So 
I mean, bear with me. Dumb. Wrap it up. You're rambling. Indeed. Well, I thought it'd end with some music. This comes from a, a non-profit skidaway. There's a cabin way out in the middle of nowhere that one of our bandmates owns and that we go out to and we kind of clear our heads as a band. And sometimes we bring a, a musical equipment most of the time. And sometimes we, re we bring recording equipment. And this time we did that. It didn't turn out to be the best recording, so we didn't release it as an album or anything. A few of our, our friends got a, a copy of it and whatnot. But I did want to share one song off of it because I thought my band did cool stuff to it. This will be hopefully on an album from Sovereign Citizen in the future. Maybe not this next one, but the one after it maybe. But maybe you guys can hear it and we'll see what you think. But I wrote it. I don't lo write love songs, but this one was definitely written for my wife in a sense. Uh, the main promise of the song is about her and uh, really making it's about a person making someone better just by their very existence and that the fact that they're willing to give that to you specifically is worth that vow of until the end and so this song is called until the end and it's live acoustic way up in the fucking woods with like seven eighths six eighths of the guys three fourths of the guys were up there i hope you dig it i already said the thing future present love you bye
<laughs> Yikes.